You're listening to the Elevate Your Brand podcast, where we talk to some of the smartest entrepreneurs and fastest growing brands in the market today. I'm your host, Laurel Mintz, a reformed corporate M&A attorney who founded award-winning LA-based marketing agency, Elevate My Brand. We've elevated some of the world's biggest brands from Facebook, Paw Patrol, and Verizon to innovative startups you haven't even heard of yet. Are you ready to elevate your brand? Keep listening. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Elevate Your Brand. I, of course, am your host, Laurel Mintz, and I'm joined today by Kara Lando, who is the CEO and founder of Uplift Food. Kara, thank you for joining us today. Thanks for having me. So tell us what Uplift Foods is and what it's all about. Uplift is a prebiotic functional snacking brand that I founded a few years ago that focuses on creating different ways of people getting gut-healthy nutrients in clinically proven doses into their diets, but in snackable ways so they don't need to go for more supplements. Why is that so important right now? Well, gut health is linked to so many areas of our health and prebiotics, uh, which are the food for the probiotics, are a missing nutrient from almost everyone's diets, no matter if you follow a healthy diet, be it plant-based or whatever you you want to refer to as healthy, it can often be still lacking in this vital nutrient. So, uh, and in particular, Uplift Food is really focused around how when you nourish your gut health, you actually can support your mood and your mental health. And given how stressful the last couple of years have been (laughs) and people coming out on the other side and re-entering the world, uh, I really want to ensure that we are nourishing our guts to the best of our ability so that we can take on the world uh, and be our best selves. Wow. Okay. So I have so many questions. So I always learned about probiotics, which are the things that I drink when I drink my kombuchas. But what you are talking about is what is a found almost like a foundational baseline necessity within your gut in order to support the function of that probiotic. Is that what I'm hearing? It is so accurate. We are born with so many different probiotics in our gut and they are there to play so many different roles, but really they're, they're very important for our immune system. Uh, and, right. and what we know is that when people aren't consuming prebiotics as years go on, all these diverse probiotics start to die off because they're not being fed. And when that happens, that's when people start to, if they feel there's some negative effect going on in their body or they can't work out why they're not responding in a way to particular nutrients or whatever it is, they then start to try to supplement with one or two or three different strains of specific probiotics. But in reality, we all have such diverse microbiomes and we need these diverse probiotics that are there to be fed. And so prebiotics are almost like a preventative measure by just nourishing what we already have inside of us. You then don't need to try to source the one or two that you need. And to be clear, most people don't even know which specific strains they need. And so it turns into a little bit of a guessing game. Yeah, I, I think that's so cool. Um, because we, I think the prebiotic conversation is still pretty nascent. I think everyone got on the health aid kombucha, you know, bandwagon for probiotics and gut health. And that conversation is more prevalent right now. But I still think people don't understand the prebiotic 
um, piece of it and why it's such an important foundational component. So can you share with us a little bit about your journey and how you came to focus on this particular area? Because it's so niche and focused, but it's also so critical. It's like building the right foundation for a house. You can't build on sand, right? That's right. That's so right. And so I'm a registered dietitian and about 15 years ago, I had a private practice and and all the people that kept being referred to me by the medical practitioners, they may have been coming for diabetes or for heart disease or, or for weight management, whatever it was. At the end of the day, we kept coming back to them having these digestive troubles or needing to, to manage their blood sugar levels and, and all these different things that would actually ultimately come back to me recommending the same the same types of foods, being higher mm-hmm. in dietary fiber, making sure their gut health is intact so that then they don't get bloated and uncomfortable. And, and so it was sort of from both that top level of how do I keep my weight down and how do I feel full from my meals and that kind of thing. But then it was also disease management and prevention. And what I found was that I just kept recommending these nutrients and yet they were missing from so many people's lives. And then fast forward, you know, another 10 years of my career, I was working with food companies, with with innovation. I was working as a spokesperson for for the the Australian Dietitians Association. And, And then I actually led into being the spokesperson for the Global Prebiotic Association uh, once I was here in the US. And, and, and what I, I guess I found was that as time went on, science kept building and building and building on the importance of gut health and the importance of dietary fibre and specifically in, in my niche on prebiotics and I can help discuss the difference between those because they're not one and the same all the time. Uh, and And yet there was there was all these brands that were popping up with probiotics in their products, some with Mm -hmm. what I would call misleading marketing claims, but we can save that for another (laughs) And then, And then you had still this lack of this nutrient, these prebiotics that just, as you say, it's, it's nascent, like it, it still wasn't being spoken about. And yet when you go, when you talk to GI doctors and you talk to registered dietitians in the field and, and you sort of go a bit one layer deeper, this is what people are advocating for and, and saying this is really important. And so I just felt like there was such an opportunity for a, for a company to take a stance and to start to get these nutrients out there and into people's lives. And I really did understand that I was coming in early. I understood that there was going to be a big education component. I mean, probiotics mm. got their claim to fame because one of the big dairy yogurt companies, Dan, Dan mm-hmm. Roni, however we want to pronounce it, in which part of the world, they they did a huge advertising campaign years and years and years ago. And and that kind of got probiotics on the map in at a more mass level of consumer. And so prebiotics, are, you know, we're, we're trying to like, there's, there's quite a few emerging brands that are really trying to push this out there and I think as a result of more and more coming into the space it is helping with the consumer understanding of the importance of it Uh, but yeah my background was so so specific into gut and digestive health for so many years and I wrote a book about how you can use nutrition to support your mood Uh, it was based off personal experiences of wanting to understand how can I use my nutritional knowledge to support myself and therefore others in the process of, you know, getting through stressful life events 
and giving yourself the nutrition that you need so that you at least can put your best foot forward so that that's not another pillar that's working against you when there's so many other mm-hmm. parts of life that we can't control. And so, yeah, I, I tested myself as a guinea pig and <laughs> I, I read way too many scientific papers. I, I wrote the book, published the book. This is now 10 years ago, may I add. And oh, wow. So well before it's time. Super early. Yeah. And, super, super early. And I guess, yeah, it, it kind of went on that I really found this niche in prebiotics and, and the gut mood connection. And lo and behold, today, people are talking about the gut brain connection and the science is building on itself. And I'm not as crazy as some might have thought I was. <laughs> <laughs> yes, definitely becoming more of a commonplace conversation. I'm curious how much of the lack of prebiotics is due to the over-processing of food um, and the GMOs and all the things like, did this exist back in the day and we just didn't know about it? Or is this more prevalent of an issue now because there's so much garbage in the world? (laughs) Uh, I want to say a bit of both. So when we think about like years and years and years and years and years ago, Prebiotics were coming in the form of all these root vegetables that the cavemen were eating and like they were getting, I think there's studies that show uh, that people were consuming up to 135 grams, which when you start to think, like think about fiber, people are recommended to get up to about 30 grams a day. And most people in this space would say that's not even enough, but no one is, mm-hmm. no one in a mass level is reaching that. And we'll talk about fiber just for simplicity here, but prebiotics even more so less people are getting but people all those those decades ago were consuming this nutrient and then it as you say through processing you lose so much of the prebiotics Uh, I found that when I was talking when I as when I was a media dietitian and I was talking about the the really nutrient-dense forms of prebiotics I would be recommending, and it sounds comical when you think about it, but I was, rec- I was, I was spitting out the truth. I was like, the densest forms of prebiotics come in foods such as green bananas, cooked and then cooled potatoes, unmodified potato starch, dandelion greens, chicory root, like things that most people will like. Cara, Don't have access to. Yeah, no <laughs> way I'm going to want to eat that every day. True, and. Right. And yeah, they don't either don't have access or they don't want. <laughs> and and I just thought there must be a way to get these into people's lives in formats that they are already going for and consuming. And that really is what led to me wanting to launch a functional snacking brand. I knew that, you know, between the different generations and the generations that are coming up to be, you know, the, the bulk of the consumers now, they they were snacking. We saw sort of mm-hmm. a decrease in these bigger meals. Snacks were becoming your meals, etc. And besides the pandemic, most people were on the go and it was that on-the-go lifestyle. And, and I wanted to, to find a way to get these intricate, important nutrients and ingredients into people's lives in ways that, you know, as adults or as kids, they could enjoy. And so it wasn't another burden on them to think, oh, I have to take another tablet. I have to take another this. Totally. Let's take a quick break. And then I want to talk about the products themselves, because it is a really fascinating uh, model that you've created. So let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. 
Today's episode is brought to you by Mexi Craft Tequila Seltzer. It is a top-shelf tequila seltzer made with craft tequila from Jalisco, Mexico, real juice, and sparkling water. Each can contains a shot and a half of premium Blanco tequila, which y'all know is my favorite, and no more than three grams of sugar for those of you watching that. You can get it in Whole Foods in Southern California or order it online at MexiSeltzer.com. Follow them on IG at MexiSeltzer and use Podcast 20 for 20% off your first order. Thanks for sticking with us. And if you're just tuning in, I'm chatting with Carol Landa, who's the CEO and founder of Uplift Foods. We're talking a little bit about the form at which you um, decided to package the product in, right? So this could have been in pill form, powder form, drink form, anything. But you decided because you saw a trend in the market in terms of the snacking movement, let's call it, um, and wanted to make sure that you were creating a product that was easy, easy, right? Ease of use, right? Um, So the product that you are most known for is your prebiotic puffs. And I have to tell you, I love them so much. My husband ate them with me and he didn't have any idea they were healthy. And that was just fine with me. (laughs) And I think that was your point is making something that is nutritious and delicious so that it's not an extra burden, as you said before the break. Right. Yeah. And look, we have tested different product formats over the last couple of years. And in terms of providing this so-called nutraceutical benefit because we don't just include a sprinkling of a nutrient which a lot of companies do and then make a claim because Mm -hmm. you know this one ingredient is in it and we say therefore our products are prebiotic that's not what we do we actually like get some real science behind the levels of the nutrients that are included in our products and that is a and that at that dose provides a prebiotic benefit to the consumer and so it really is like putting a supplement and a snack in one and what we found was that you know like we started with a cookie but we really when we when we worked out how people were consuming the cookie it was really more they were looking for it as like a crumble over their yogurt so it was more Mm. they were almost looking at as a breakfast option or a very healthy snack but it was it looked like a sandwich cream cookie which I think was confusing for a consumer who associated very sickly sweet products with the sandwich cream. Whereas when we launched our prebiotic puffs, it was such a different response. And, you know, that may be because it was in the savory format, because when people think about savory snacking, sometimes those with whole grains, it could like convert into being something to do with fiber. Our puffs do provide eight grams of fiber per serve, which is unheard of in the snacking space, but it, it also provides you with a a clinically proven dose of prebiotics and probiotics together as well. So it was really quite a a unique combination uh, that we found people were just loving uh, to consume and and to share with their families. So I'm really glad to hear. Not to mention that they're delicious. I mean, let's talk about the flavor (laughs) profiles. They're so yummy. I am a, or I have to say, if I'm being bad, I am definitely a Cheetos girl. Like the Cheetos puffs are my go-to snack. So when you and I first met and I saw that this was the product, I was like, oh my God, yes, a better, a better solution for something that I feel super guilty about when I eat it. Um, And this is like guilt-free snacking, which is pretty amazing. Um, So I do want to mention that like, not only is it super good for you, but it's delicious. And I love the unique flavor profiles that you have, the sweet and spicy. I actually think that the apple cider vinegar was my favorite, that like little bit of tang yeah. along with the crunch is like so perfect. Oh, good. Yes, we are We are finding that people are, 
they think they're going to really love one and then they actually they end up saying we like them all but surprise that you know the other this other flavor was our favorite so in a in a good way they seem to all be that we don't have one that's flying higher than the rest they have all been really well received uh, i think i seem to enjoy them all at different times when you're in the mood for something a little bit different uh, they come in apple cider vinegar and sea salt which is like a salt and vinegar flavor we have uh, a plant powered cheese which as you say is like the cheese flavored Cheetos but instead of giving you mostly refined carbohydrates uh, here we give you eight grams of fiber six grams of protein and all for 120 calories and not very high in your total net carbohydrate for people that are watching that so help with blood sugar regulation and all of that good stuff Uh, and and then we have our sweet and spicy that you mentioned which is not too spicy for those that are scared of spice but definitely give a little bit of a kick and a bit of a sweet flavor and and seems to be going well. Yeah, they're delicious. Now let's pivot and focus a little bit on um, the branding and the meaning behind the branding, because I love the name Uplift Food. It's such a fun just name from a marketing perspective, Um, but I know it has a lot deeper meaning. You mentioned a little bit earlier on the podcast, but share with us how gut health impacts your mood. Yeah, something I'm really passionate about is mental health. And I have been for years, I think that you know, I'm a dietitian, but I, I really, when I think about what I, what I go and dig deep into personally, and I think affects everyone's lives is, is our mental health. And it rolls into every aspect of our life. And as a dietitian, I wanted to work out how can we use nutrition as our tool to, to feel our best so that no matter what's going on around us, we can still be our best self, our strongest self and, and take on the world. So, so what I found through all this research was our gut and our brain are directly linked. Uh, we know that when we have good gut, it's a, it's a bi-directional relationship, meaning that when right. you have good gut health, you actually can reduce the inflammation that goes to your brain, which is linked to anxiety and depression, so it can help that way. But also, like, if you've got poor gut health, you release more inflammation, and so you're going to have more inflammatory molecules going to your brain, and then it, it exacerbates something negative because when you are stressed, that then leads to your gut and, and it, 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 it just sort of exacerbates it even more. So really we can get this system working for us or we can have it working against us. So I wanted to help kind of put that, that pillar down and, and say let's work by making our gut work in our brain's favour and then our brain will start to work in our gut's favour and it will be a really positive loop rather than a negative Right. And I, I, people see that in the day to day, like, you know, when you talk about it, it's very scientific and you've obviously done a ton of research around this, but just think about, you know, for those of us who aren't, you know, science focused, when you're in a bad mood or when you're unhappy or when you're depressed or anything, like you eat garbage and then it perpetuates that, that feeling bad, right? That's That's kind of what you're talking about, but we all can, we've all experienced that in our day to day lives. Yeah. And, and people think about, you know, they, they got butterflies when they were nervous before public speaking or whatever it was. You know, when you're really stressed, sometimes people lose their appetite or sometimes they, you know, they go for foods that are going to be comfort foods or whatever it is. Right. You, you, you do find that you're, you feel it in your digestion. I know some people when, when they're very stressed, they will, you know, they, then when they eat something, they can get particularly bloated or pains in their stomach or something that's because they're not digesting it properly. And, and it really is 
we can talk about it anecdotally or I can talk about it scientifically. At the end of the day, it's real, you know, and, yeah. and I think that what I'm trying to help people understand is that by nourishing yourselves with the best nutrients for you, you really can affect so many more layers of your life than solely, you know, your waistline per se. And that really is the message behind Uplift and Uplift Food and that's why, you know, I wanted to name the brand Uplift Food because I wanted to show people there really is a way that this is connected and, as you say, it's it's fun from a marketing perspective. It, it's, you know, I want people to have a positive experience with the brand and you can see that through anything we create has a very uplifting message to it or visual to it and, you know, as we grow, hopefully that that message and, and that mission behind the brand will be able to come through even more. I definitely see that in the marketing aspects. And I also love that you've chosen a name that isn't so sciencey and so intimidating, right? I think there's a lot of um, intimidation factor that goes into understanding the gut biome and what works for you and your specific biome. Because as you said, everyone is so in individual, unique, and different. We're going to take another quick break. We'll be right back. If you're listening to this podcast, it's probably very likely that you've worked with a marketing agency that hasn't really worked out. That's why Elevate My Brand has developed our roadmap to marketing process. We use an extremely data-driven approach to show you exactly what your competitors are doing in the omnichannel space so that we can develop a strategy and tactical approach to success in your marketing. Call us today and let's get mapping. Thanks for sticking with us, chatting with my friend Caralanda, CEO and founder of Uplift Foods food, singular, <laughs> although there are multiple uh, different products. So we've talked about the cookies, we've talked about the puffs. There's also a powder, I believe, correct? We have our Daily Uplifter, which is a powder that we recommend people use inside their favorite recipes. So, you know, rather than thinking of it as a supplement, we like to show you that particularly we find people like adding it if there's someone who eats cereal, but it's not high enough in fiber. It doesn't give you pre and probiotics. It doesn't give you a lot of these plant-based nutrients that we offer, such as vitamin D and magnesium coming from things like high vitamin D mushrooms and pumpkin seeds. So all natural whole food sources, uh, which support your mood uh, or your gut between the different ingredients. We find that people love, they just add a tablespoon of that and it mixes, we've got an unflavored and a vanilla. And if you use the vanilla, it, it turns your milk or plant milk of choice into sort of a sweet tasting vanilla <laughs> flavor but it boosts your your breakfast with seven oh, grams of fiber yeah things like that so i put um collagen in my coffee would that be a good supplement option as well like to add that on top of it yeah well that's what we have found is that people love to put their pr favorite protein powder with this together and you then get this dual benefit of you know satiety from the protein powder with the fibers uh, and the prebiotics uh what we do know is uplift food is very we haven't really spoken about it but we we try to help people get more what you call resistant starch which is a specific type of prebiotic that's particularly gentle on the stomach uh and it even though it's called starch, as the name would suggest, it resists digestion and it goes to the lower part of our digestive system where it feeds the good gut bacteria and it really does act more like a dietary fiber. Uh, and hmm. we have a lot of them throughout all our products. And when you pair, interestingly, protein with resistant starch specifically, it actually helps you feel really full for not just the, the meal that you ate, but in your next meal, they find that people then consume less calories at their next 
next meal because their blood sugar levels have still been really regulated more than if you had just had protein on its own or even protein with a regular sort of normal type of fibre. So uh, we really do love that people partner those up and we in all our products do, you know, I mentioned we have protein and, and fibre or prebiotics in our puffs and, and in all our products. It's something that I try to formulate in so people feel really satisfied. It's so fascinating. I mean, there's just so many. We could speak for, I'm sure you could speak for hours about this topic. I mean, there's yeah. just so many nuances to how to take the the nutrients in what capacity and what timing and before meals, after meals and how it affects your mood and all. There's just so many pieces of this conversation. I just find it absolutely fascinating. Um, And I love that you really doubled down in a category that historically was not really talked about. Um, But like we said, now it's much more of a, a prevalent conversation as it relates to overall health and wellness. And there's some big companies paying attention. So can you talk about your partnership um, with a major company that's helping you create these new products and distribute them? Uh, so we have we have a couple of different partnerships. I, I think you, you will be talking about Mondelez International, who invested mm-hmm. in Uplift uh, very early on. Uh, so makers of Oreos and, and Nabisco and a whole lot of big brands. Uh, yeah, we were their first. Uh, first investment in the startup and they have been obviously through their research there is there is a, a need and a desire for these types of food products uh, they've been they've been a great partner with us uh, they are a minority uh, investor in the company so I very much still you know guide what what we make and what comes out into the world but um, they've been very hands-on and and supportive of helping with product development uh, and and sharing insights that you, that usually a startup wouldn't have access to. So yeah, it's been a very interesting journey. Uh, and we also actually are working with uh, it. It hasn't been released yet, <laughs> but we are working oh, on. Oh, you heard it here first. Yeah, you, you are <laughs> actually uh, working on some co-branded products with uh, with UNFI who has some in-house brands that are their own Mm -hmm. and they also approached us around, you know, how could we get, develop some products that give the benefits that Uplift Food is all about uh, within our, some of the, you know, brands that we've had that have been on the shelf for years. And, and so we've been working on that, you know, in the background as well. So I definitely do see that there are opportunities that can be created when you partner with these conglomerates uh they they work very differently to startups and it's not you know people people share the highlight reel but you know there's obviously more to it and there's a lot of patience involved which is not really the way that startups operate we're always trying to trying to run and sprint uh but but (laughs) I, I do believe you know that that by working together we can have more impact and ultimately my mission is to get prebiotics into more people's hands and and that's why I've taken this approach of looking for different channels that that we can do that uh, as uplift food. Well I think the big takeaway from the partnership track is that clearly there is a need there because these kinds of companies don't bet on horses that don't run right right these are like very serious companies that have like you said, experience, data, a lot of different components that a startup wouldn't have. So the fact that they've they've decided to go in this direction is showing the world that this is a, a complex conversation that they want to be a part of. They want to be in the dialogue with and they 
are looking to you to kind of lead that conversation. So I think it's it's showcasing that there is a bigger need out there in the world for products within this category, which um, is amazing. It means you're really leading the charge. So congratulations. It's very exciting. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, working hard every day. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Hustling and sprinting, as you said. <laughs> um, in the last in the last few minutes we have left, I always like to pivot and talk a little bit about who you are as a founder and just share the human side. So uh, these are some quick fire questions. Just answer top of mind. The first question is, what is the one thing you could not live without during the pandemic and you can't say your own product? My puppy. She was my emotional support pet the entire way. Yep, my puppy, Mia. What kind of puppy? She's a King Charles Cavalier and she... Oh my gosh, I have one too. Really? Very sweet. <laughs> oh, yeah. They are so yeah. sweet. Oh, I love that. And now I like you even more now knowing that we have the same dog. <laughs> um, what is your go-to vice of choice in the evening? <laughs> Since the pups have been developed, I do go for the pups, which I don't really call them a vice. <laughs> but uh, I've been eating Uplift's prebiotic pups <laughs> in the evenings. And do you have, do you drink? If you drink, what is your go-to cocktail or drink of choice? Aperol spritz, always. Ooh, lovely for a hot summer day. It's very, very on brand right now. I'm drinking, I actually had those last weekend with my husband. So uh, I'm just liking you more and more. We're so aligned. <laughs> um, if you could wave a magic wand and have the world open up and have anything you wanted for uplift food, what would that look like? Uh, I would have uplift, I would have enough capital and enough buyer support to roll uplift food out in more markets uh, to be able and to be able to help get the products into more people's hands. So it's really about scale for you. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Last question is, what is your favorite word and why? This could be a word that's had real meaning to you over time or something that just pops in your head during this conversation? Perseverance is, 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 a, is a big word for me and, and I think that is sort of symbolic of, of my life and as an entrepreneur my entire career, um, perseverance, yeah. Love it. Share with us where people can find your amazing products both on and offline and uh, then I'll give you the floor to wrap up with any final words of wisdom. Uh, so upliftfood.com would be the easiest way for anyone anywhere in the US uh, to find us. We are in sort of natural and independence on the East Coast and the West Coast, uh, but I would recommend upliftfood.com or if you want really quick delivery of our puffs, we are in most states going through GoPuff as well if someone wants them in 30 minutes' time after this, after listening to this. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> Lovely. Uh, and then any final words of wisdom uh, from an entrepreneurial perspective, from a gut health perspective, any, anything you want to leave our audience with? Lead with passion, be humble, accept your weaknesses and try to get better every day and surround yourself with amazing people who can see the vision because you will need that through the harder bits as well uh, and, and then we can achieve great things together. I love it. Thank you so much for spending some time with us today. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. And thank you to everyone who tuned in. Stay tuned for more from Elevate Your Brand coming up next.